Hey fam, hello, 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 hello. Let's get right into prayer because there's a few things I want to tell y'all. So Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just want to enter your courts with thanksgiving and praise, Father, because you are so worthy. You are so worthy of all the praise, Father. You are mighty, Lord. You are you are just so good, Father. You are a good father. You do good things, Lord. I thank you for showing and protecting all of your children, Father. I thank you for protecting us from the known and the unknown, Father. I just thank you, Lord, because you 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 do it for me. You do it for us, but I I'm saying you do it for me because I personally know what you do in my life, Lord. You do it for us, Lord, and I just thank you, Lord. And I just honor you, Father. And as we go through this word, Lord, I pray that you increase, Father, and I decrease, Lord. I take all of me out of it, and I surrender myself completely to you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Just use me as your vessel, Father, and allow your children to get healing and breakthrough that they need, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Father, I receive you in the name of Jesus, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. And we're binding up any lying tongue, any foul enemy that's going to try to get um, in between your children and this word, Father, we bind them up and we sever them at the root. We silence them in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In that mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Okay, then. So, I'm going to tell you just a few things. So, last night, um, I was getting my kids ready for bed and I had just went to go lean down to get my purse real quick and I heard those that lean on the Lord those who wait on the Lord renew their strength hallelujah and um it hit me like (laughs) like Lord that is so true like if I if I just stop trying to be me and stop trying to do me and I wait on you you will strengthen me. But if I'm sitting here trying to find out how to do different things and get different things set up, how am I going to make this work? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? I have so little strength, Father. But I know if I humble myself before you, I know if I humble myself before you, you will renew my strength. Hallelujah. Let's look at the definition of renew. Resume after an interruption. Extend for a further period then the the validity of a licensed subscription or contract. But I want to let's go. Let's let's really peep number one. Resume an activity after an interruption. And a lot of times, you know, we be interrupting the hand of God. Hallelujah! And you know how I know this? Because last night I was sleeping, right? And a lot of times, the Lord He'll talk to me in my sleep. But sometimes I can't remember what he said. He said, and then sometimes I remember it so clearly. And I, I'm like, okay, he want me to talk about that. And he said that his children, Father, you let me say it just how you said it, Lord. He said that his children get in the way of his hand, and and he had he has he we having everything together, and then we get before him. Hallelujah! Hold on, hold on. That's my dog. She was sitting there crying, y'all. Could y'all hear her? She, I told y'all she'd be trying to be a vessel sometimes. But um, <laughs> but he said that his children get in the way of his hand. And we're so quick to jump up, jump in front of him and be like, 
Oh, I got it. I got it. And we messed it up. And now he has to wait. Now he has to wait until you, until you renew your strength. You have, he has to wait. But if we just sit back and we wait on him, he will renew our strength. We be out here tired trying to figure out, Lord, how am I going to do this? How am I going to get this done? I got this bill due. I got that. I don't feel good. I just this. I just that. Let me go here. Let me see that. And it's so tiring, fam. It's so tiring. And I know that personally because, family, just because I'm sitting here, I am still human. I need you to understand that. I love God with all my heart, all my might, all my soul, all my being. But I still have flesh, okay? So I'll catch myself worrying. I'll catch myself about to get into a, um, oh, what am I going to do? But then I have to remember that I'm trusting the Lord with all my heart. And I'm leaning not to my own understandings. Because my understandings is telling me, um... This is about to happen, but I have to trust them and lean not. And I'm telling you, he has been providing for me, family. He has been providing for me. I haven't worked since um, a real nine to five. (laughs) I haven't worked that in years. Okay. And then even when I moved, I didn't have a nine to five when I moved. Okay. And the Lord has been providing for me. I don't say that to boast. I don't say that because of this. I'm not saying that there I've always, it was times that I had no money, but he still provided for me. You get what I'm saying? It was times where I didn't know where I was going to get my kids clothes from. I didn't know where I was going to get something to eat from. I didn't have, I didn't, I had to. Okay, let me move this around. Let me move that around. And it was times that I went before the hand of God. So now in those lessons that I learned, now I learned to fall back and trust in him. Believe his word. His word says that if he cares for the lilies in the field, won't he care about how how, how his children have clothes? If he feeds the birds, is he not going to feed us? Hallelujah. And I had to really believe that. It's about a belief factor. Do I believe that the Lord cares about the lilies in in the fields that they're dressed so wonderfully? So he should care about how myself and my kids look. Do I believe that he feeds the birds? I I see it. Oh my goodness. During my wilderness season, I would see birds and that scripture would go up in my mind. If he feeds them, won't he feed you? And listen, and that's how I learned to trust in the Lord. It was through my difficulties. It was through the times where I was, it was, my back was really up against the wall that I got to see that it's not my strength. It's not by my might or my strength, but by the power of God that, that I am able to, to maneuver through this world, that I'm able to see a new day is by God. It's nothing that I do. The only thing I can do is surrender myself to the will of God. That's the only choice I have is to surrender in the name of Jesus. So I want to go to Isaiah 40. Let's go there. Let's go to verse 31. But let's go up. Let's go up to verse 29. He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. 
Even youths will become weak and tired, and young men will fall in exhaustion. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Oh, that is a word. Because family, I'm telling you. That I told you before. There are times that I had two fish and five loaves. And like that was it for the month. Like what do you mean? <laughs> but like I had. He, he still provided. Like the little I had. The Lord still provided for me. And that's why I know my God is real. I know he's real because he has shown me. He has shown me that he is real. Hold on. Okay, let's go to um, Matthew 26. Y'all know sometimes I can't talk and type, so... Matthew 6, 26. I'm sorry, I don't know if I said Matthew 26, but it's Matthew 6. And it says, This is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life. Whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear, isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store up food in barns. For your heavenly Father, Father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. Yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for the wildfires that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will eventually care for you. He will. I said eventually. I'm sorry, y'all. He will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? So don't worry about these things saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But your heavenly father already knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. Listen, and that is a word because today's troubles do be enough for today because it, it, it's you have to remember we in a war. We are in a battle Every day we are fighting the good fight of faith. So that is the truth. We are in a fight. Every day is not going to be peaches and rainbows. It's not going to be. And like, I don't ever want nobody to look at me and think, oh, her life all they put together. Oh, she did, she did. No, I am not. I just love the Lord. I just love him and I trust him. Okay, fam, there's times where my where I be I be in my feelings, okay? Don't think that I just be coming on here all perfectly, all this, all that. No, I just love the Lord and I've learned to trust his words. I learned that he is his words are true. I have learned that. Because in those times where all I had was his word to stand on, it showed me that his words is true. 
So you could be wondering, why is everything going this way? Why is everything going that way? He's a good God. And it's because he has to take everything from you and give you his word. Only thing left you will have is his word because he needs to, he needs to show you that his words is true. He he just needs to show you that. He has to remove everything to show you that his words is true. In my wilderness season, I felt like I was so alone. People was around me, but I still felt alone. I just, I couldn't get it. I'm not even going to say in my wilderness. The whole time that I was just running from God. The whole time I was just astray. The whole time that I wanted to do my will. The will that I felt like was for my life. I felt so alone. But the moment I began to open up the Bible and I began to read his words and I began to understand, I had to stand on this. This is my life. This is my life support. I became more free. I had more strength. It was okay to be alone. I didn't, I, 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 now I really don't mind being alone, y'all. I don't mind being alone. And it was a process because it was a time family. And I think I've talked about this before, but it was a time where I would walk around my house afraid. I just felt like a a demonic presence was stalking me. You know, like I didn't want to go to sleep at night. I used to keep myself and my kids up at night because I was afraid to go to sleep. And then I would sleep during the day. This stuff is true. Like this really what happened to me. But I had to learn how to stand on the scriptures. The Lord was showing me how to fight. He had to show me that greater he that lives in me than he that lives in the world. He had to show me fear not. He had to show me though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. He had to teach me this. How could he teach me unless he didn't put me in the battlefield? How could he have taught me? There's no way that you can completely prepare for anything, I believe. There's no way that you can prepare for anything until you're put in that predicament. You can sit here like parenting. You can say you want a baby, but you don't know what it's like to be a parent. You can try to prepare all nine months, but as soon as that baby gets here, that's when you learn how to be a parent. And that's how it is with God's words. You can read the Bible from Genesis to Revelations, but until you have to apply it, You'll never see that it's spirit and it's truth in that. You'll never see it. He has to show you. He has to show you my power works best in your weakness. So let's go to, um, well, hold on. Cause we're going to go to, uh, my Bible verse today. And it's first John chapter four, verse 18. Okay, hold on. Let's go up a little higher. And I want to tell you like a um a little side story about this too. Remember how I told you I would walk around my house afraid? I, I just said it. <laughs> I would walk around my house afraid. I felt like this demonic presence was stalking me. I just, I was in the lows of lows. I was like, I was depressed. Like I woke up and I wanted to go right back to sleep. I just didn't want to, I didn't even want to see the day. I didn't want to see it because as soon as I, the sun would come up, I was like, Shh. well, honestly, no. And when the sun would go down, let me say it like that, because Shorty would be asleep when the sun would go up. When the sun would go down, I would still want to go to sleep because I didn't want to see the day either. I didn't want to see the day or the night. Maybe I should say it like that. I didn't want to see day or night, but I'm just saying for like regular people terms, I'll say it like this. When the sun would come up, I didn't, I didn't want to be up. 
I didn't want to be up. I wanted to be sleep. I just wanted to just sleep and just sleep and just sleep. And then I felt horrible because I felt like I wasn't being the mother that I was supposed to be to my kids. I wasn't doing the things that a mother is supposed to do. So then I would feel bad about that. And then I would feel bad because I don't have the money to do this. I don't have the money to do that. I can't do this. I, I just was, the, the, the enemy was really coming up against my mind. Like, and he just, I just felt horrible about myself. Right? And then let's read this Bible verse real quick. All declare, all who declare that Jesus is the son of God have God living in them and they live in God. We know how much God loves us and we have put our trust in his love. God is love and all who live in love live in God and God lives in them. And as we live in God, our love grows more perfect. So we will not be afraid on the day of judgment, but we can face him with confidence because we live like Jesus here on the, in the world. Such love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear. If we are afraid, it is for the fear of punishment. And this shows that we have not fully experienced his perfect love. We love each other because he loved us first. Hallelujah. And that scripture is so true because I was walking around in fear I was walking around just beating myself down because I didn't experience the perfect love. And then we also want to be like, oh, I was afraid to go to hell. I used to be like, oh, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. And then I had to really sit back one day and think about, well, I'm not even going to say I. The Lord had to sit me down one day and he had to, to humble me. Like, are you a gold digger? You, you just, you just want to be around me because you don't want to go to hell. And then I had to start to begin that I never experienced the perfect love because his perfect love is supposed to cast out all fear. I shouldn't be walking around afraid. I should be walking around knowing that my father loves me. Like I should be walking around empowered because perfect love casts out all fear. Hold on, man. My bad, yo. I thought I heard something. <laughs> that sounds like, hold on, yo. Because I ain't know what I heard. All right, listen. Listen. They don't know who my father is, okay? But, like I was saying, perfect love casts out all fear. Because, like, once you get that, you won't walk around with, what am I going to do about this? What am I going to do about that? What? Because you want, you know, you know the Father got you. You know he loves you. You know he wants the best for you. You know that he came to give you life and give it to you more abundantly. And when you begin to know those things, you begin to feel more free, you know? Okay, that's my daughter. I can hear her. Hold on, because she being loud. Hold on real quick, y'all. Hello, 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 hello. I'm back. <laughs> that was my daughter. I knew I heard something, but then I was like, all right, maybe I ain't hear nothing. But it's her. She out there playing with that dog. But, um, yeah, so, perfect love casts out all fear, fans. And then even, like, being afraid to go to hell, you afraid because of that punishment. Because, listen, I know I was afraid because I... Phew, punishment but as i begin to know that god loves me and i love him back 
Because listen, the scriptures say we love him. We love each other because he loved us first. So that means he has to love us first for us to love him, right? And as I begin to experience his love, I don't fear hell because I know he loves me and I know I love him. And I know hell is a place for people who don't love him, you know? Like, that's what it is. People who don't want God. I know what that's for. So I don't have that fear of, oh my goodness, I'm going to go to hell. Not that I don't think I'm perfect. Not not that I don't think that I'm going to make mistakes. I know, I know I'm not perfect and I know I'm going to make mistakes. It's not because of that, but I know hell is not for people that's not perfect. And I know hell is not for people who don't, who, who, um, don't make mistakes. I know people make mistakes. I know people, um, aren't perfect like I know hell's not for that hell is for people who don't want to be they don't want God they don't want to love them you know yes and and as you sin if you keep on sinning right you know like you don't you don't really love the father because once you understand what sinning is you don't want to um do that because it's not pleasing I'm not saying that you're not going to make mistakes I'm not going to say that you can sin by a mistake. I'm not saying to those things, but people who go around and they habitually sin, they don't really understand the meaning of sin because if you really loved him, if you really loved him, you wouldn't want to do it. Like, like that's like, you don't want to hurt a person you love. You don't want to do something to somebody that you love. Like, if you, like your kids, you don't want to see them hurt. Even when you yell at them, you don't want to yell at them. But you have to do it as a parent. You have to discipline your child as a parent. And that's the same thing. Now that goes to where we're about to go to now. Proverbs 3.12. For the Lord corrects those he loves, just as a father corrects a child in whom he delights. And and that's why that's why I'm saying I don't fear hell because I know God's gonna have to correct me. I know He's gonna have to discipline me. But I know that I don't want to go and sin on purpose. I don't want to go and be a habitual sinner. I don't want to do everything He said not to do. I agree with Him that sin is bad. I I agree that God is good and His commands are good. I agree with Him with that. But I know I still will fall short. But hell is not for a place for people who fall short. Those are for the people who don't care. You don't care. You gonna go do what you want. It's your life. You get to live your life how you want to. You know? And listen, I'm still not... I don't have a heaven or hell to put nobody in. But as you read his commands, and he tells you, this leads to death, this leads to life, this leads to life, this leads to death, you see it. It's clear. His word will not come back to him void. So if you want to live a lifestyle that he said leads you to spiritual death, come on, fam. Like, you can't go, you can't be in heaven and be dead. Dead is for, dead people go to hell. You get what I'm saying? If you disobey him, you're cutting yourself off. But if you receive him and you allow him to clean you up and do a good work in you, that gives you life. It's just that easy. It's to believe, just to, just to believe in Jesus. I want to be clean. I'm a sinner, God. I'm a sinner. You have to go to him and be like, I'm a sinner, Lord. I need you to clean me. Give me a new heart. That's how you got to be. Because you do. Your, your, the heart... A sinner's heart is hard and it's thorny and like it's just it's just ugh. It's, it's just a hard heart and I know that because I had a heart made of stone. 
I thought that I thought at a time, why is everything I like to do bad? Why does God say everything that I do is bad? That's corny. Because I had a hard heart. I had scales on my eyes. But as the Lord, as the, the best part was when he met me in the pig pen. Who he met me in the pit. He came where it was dirty. Hallelujah. He came, he came at me where, where I was dirty, yo. I was so dirty. I'm talking about the type of dirty. You, you don't even want to look at me in your eyes. Because you just dirty. See, I still, listen, I ain't saying I'm going to go look my father in the eyes. Because I got respect for him, you know. But, but get me. I'm talking about at your dirtiest point where you just like, I don't even want you to see me here. Like, he met me there. Oh, he met me there, y'all. I'm telling you, when I be getting into a tad bit of my testimony, I get teary eyed because he, he, that's what, that's what showed me he truly loved me is when he met me there. Like, Lord, I don't even want you to see me here. This is horrible. And that's how I know the father truly loves me. Because, you know, the enemy, he meant that for my bad. He used to try to tear me down. You used to do this. You used to be like that. You used to do that. But it's like now, like, I know God loves me even more because he knows I used to do this. He knows I used to do that. And he still met me in the middle of it. Oh, he is so mighty, y'all. That's why I be praising him. Because he is so mighty. So, yes, he had to discipline me. But then he began to show me, daughter. This is bad because of this. This is why I said don't do it. This is good because look, look where this leads you if you do this. This is why I said go ahead and do it. Just like your kids. You don't give your kids an understanding all the time. You be like, don't do this. Don't touch that. You don't tell them why sometimes. But then a kid, they want to know, but why can't I do this? Why can't I touch it? And that's something I had to learn within myself. Stop just telling my kids because I said so. But actually explain to them, you can't do this because of this. Like, if you if you jump off, you can break your leg. And it's the same with God's commands. He might say, don't, um, don't covet. Hallelujah. But you're just like, well, I want what they got. And it's just like, but you don't know what it took for your brother and sister to get that. You don't understand why I blessed them with that. Because you're not in, you're, you're not there. I know why they had that. Why, why are you acting like that? And I can supply all your needs, too. Just trust me. You don't understand that they had to lose it all just to gain it back. You get what I'm saying? So that's how I that's how I begin to learn what perfect love is. Because I don't walk around in fear. Now, I'm not going to say that if something drop on the floor, I ain't going to be like, <gasps> but I don't work. I don't walk around like, oh my gosh, it's a demonic entity that stalks my life. He wants me dead. Oh my goodness. I'm going to go to hell. I don't do that stuff anymore. It was a time I would like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go to hell. Like for real, let's talk about it. It was times I was deep in my sin and I knew it. Even though I had scales in my eyes, I still knew about Jesus. I still knew in my heart what I was doing was displeasing to him. I still knew those things. Even though I didn't understand the fullness, and I still don't understand the fullness. Don't think that I I think I have all of this like um abundance of like I just know everything, all this wisdom. No, I still know there's a lot I don't know. But like I I didn't know what I know now back then, but still back then I knew what I was doing was displeasing. It was a, it was just I knew it. I just knew it. Like this 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 I'm going to hell for this. And I'm going to be real. 
But the Lord, he, he's so mighty. And in, in everything I did, I was still looking for him. The very one I was running from, the very one I was running from, that's who I needed. I needed Jesus. But I was running from him because I'm like, everything you I like to do, you said is bad. <laughs> so, but I, I want to go do it. I want to go do her right things with my friends. And you say that's bad. You know? But like... I just thank him. I just thank God because my how deep that darkness was. (laughs) My how deep that darkness was for me to think it was good. Okay, because sin is not good. Sin equals death. Okay, people be walking around so spiritually dead, and that's why you have a chip on your shoulder because you dead spiritually. You dead spiritually. But then when the Lord, he just, he just lavishes you with that unfailing love. And yes, you know, you know, he never left you or forsake you. Once you really get a relationship with God and you know, he's never left you. It just makes you fall deeper in love with him. Cause you're like, yo, you seen everything I did and you still love me. You still, you still, you still have a place for me. You're still going to give me my gifts. You're still going to, you're still going to um, lift me up in honor after I humble myself. And you know what I did? Whoo, y'all. I just love God. I just love him so much. Because listen, he did it for me. He did it. He really did. He really, really did. So then let's talk, let's talk about, um, because we talked about discipline, right? So God disciplines the one that he loves. Hold on real quick, because my daughter is knocking on the door, fam. So give me a moment. All right, fam, my bad. <laughs> so um, let's look up the definition of discipline right quick, because God does discipline the ones that he loves, right? The practice of training people to obey rules or a code of behavior, using punishment to correct disobedience. A branch of knowledge, typically one study in higher education, trained to obey rules or code or behavior, using punishment to correct disobedience. Okay? So when, because he disciplines those that he loves, right? So all he's trying to do in his discipline is to show you, this is why I said, don't do this. This is why I said, you don't go out and you don't, you don't do hood rat things with your friends. You don't bust down Tatiana. You don't do that because that's not good. Because you're, you're, you're getting soul ties with people. You're becoming one with that person and all the people that that person been with. Now you got all them, all them spirits that that person got on you. This is why I'm telling you. I understand the world tell you it's okay to bust down. But in the kingdom, you can't bust down. You can't do it. You can't bring all your demonic presence into the kingdom. You got to come into the kingdom pure and blameless. But if you if you constantly busting down, how can he how are you pure and blameless? You know? You can't be in the kingdom jealous. Because if if you're in the kingdom, you know, okay, yes, God did that for my brothers and sisters. He's so good. I'm so happy because you know your brothers and sisters happy. I'm so happy that you're happy. And you know who your father is. You know he's going to provide for you. But be happy for your brothers and sisters because 
you don't know what they been through to get what they got. You know what I'm saying? So just as, like it says, as a father disciplines a child, he delights in, it's the same thing for our Heavenly Father. He's going to discipline us. Do we not discipline our kids? Do we not say, go sit down, you doing too much? Do we not say that? Do we not say, be quiet, you talking too much? God can't say the same thing to us. We are children. And until we humble ourselves and realize we don't know much, just like how a kid don't know much, we don't know much either. Because a lot of the knowledge that we have gained, hear me out, a lot of knowledge, I'm not speaking for everyone, but a lot of knowledge that we have gained this far, thus far has been worldly knowledge. We'll pour worldly knowledge into our kids instead of pouring kingdom knowledge into them. So then we just raise generations who are, who are lost. I just be looking at people and I be like, they're so lost. At a time, I just would be like, mm, that's on them, Father. That's on them. But as my heart, he, he, he was still softening my heart. Now I'm just like, that's a shame because they lost. <laughs> they lost. Because I know what it feels like to be lost. I know what it feels like to be without the Father. And now I just love my brothers and sisters because he loves us first. Now I understand if I truly love God, I'm going to love his sheep. If I love him, I'm going to love his sheep. I love everything about my God. So I'm going to love his people too. Hallelujah. That's like if you get into a marriage, right? I know this is like, (laughs) this is like, this is the best thing I could think of. If you get into a marriage, but you with somebody that had kids before, you're going to love those kids because you love that man or you love that woman. You're going to love them kids because it came from them. And it's the same thing with our father. We're going to love each other because we know that we came from him. Hallelujah. So let's go to um, Matthew 16. And let's go to verse 24. Then Jesus said to the disciples, if any of you want to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world, but lose your own soul? Is anything more important than your soul? Listen. Is anything more important than your soul? You know what I feel like is more important than my soul? Jesus. Listen, because what is my soul if I don't have Jesus? (laughs) You know, like, yes, my soul is very important. I need my soul. But, like, if I don't have Jesus, what is my soul? You feel me? I'm denying myself. I deny myself daily. It's it's not a day that you're not going to have to deny yourself. You have to deny yourself. You got to go to the Father. Father, what you want me to do? How you want me to do it? What you want it to look like? You got to deny yourself. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, sometimes when y'all might not see me on here for a couple days, it's because I got to deny myself. I got to be like, God, what do you want me to talk about? I don't just want to go on there and talk about anything. I want to talk about what you want me to talk about. If I ain't sure, I ain't saying nothing. 
I need more. I told you, I'll be like, Lord, I need more. Okay, I understand what you're saying, but I need more. Because I, I want I want to please you. I don't want to please myself. I don't want to please men. I want to please God. Okay? So let's look at the definition of deny. State that one refuses to admit the truth or existence of. Refuse to give or grant. Something requested or desired to someone. Hallelujah. So when you when you deny yourself, right? You got to really sit there and be like, is this life or is this death? Am I picking spiritual life or if I'm picking spiritual death? Hallelujah. Because if I'm spiritually dead, ain't I cut off from the father? But if I choose a life, because you know, so you're cut off from the father, but he right there. But you cut off. That's why people walk around in this world and they be so heartless and mean and cold. It's because they dead spiritually. They won't allow the Lord to move. But if you choose life, he can renew your strength. You get what I'm saying? When you choose life, God gets to renew your strength. You walking around in love because his perfect love will cast out all of your fear. Hallelujah. Family, I listen. <laughs> I'm trying to say the juicy, juicy stuff for when we do like group healing circles and stuff. But like, family, I done, I, I done, I done experienced this world, okay? And I, that's how I know that it ain't for me. I always, you know, that you've been called out. You don't understand why you set apart because you be set apart. So you don't completely understand it. You just be wanting to fit in, but then you just can't fit. You sit out, you stick out like a store, a store nail. You don't, you don't, you under, you don't understand why people in the world, everybody loves them. But even when you're looking for love in the world, you can't find it. It's because the world don't love you. It, it doesn't, it doesn't love you because the world knows that you have been called out. Even before you knew it, the world knows the world just wants to tear you down because it knows that you have been called out of this world. The enemy knows things about you. You don't even know. You get me? The enemy can see that you walk around with a host of angels. Hallelujah. Sorry, fam. I, had, uh, I told you I'd be uh, a little snotty nosed in the morning because I sleep with my hand on. But you just listen. Go to your father. That that's that's what that's how we want to end this. Go to your father, Lord. Is there anything else you need me to say to your children? He said, continue to deny yourself and keep seeking him. Deny yourself. Hold on, he wants us to look up, renew your mind daily. Let's go to Romans 12, 2.
and it says, Do, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but like, let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to, to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourself, measuring yourself by the faith God has given us. Just as our bodies has many parts, each part has a special function. So it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body and we all belong to each other. Hallelujah. Um, okay, let's keep going real quick. In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things. Well, so God giving you the ability to prophesy, speak out as much faith with as much faith God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If you are a if your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving Give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. Don't just pretend to love each other. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring others. Each other. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in troubles and keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Be happy with those who are happy and weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people. And don't think you know it all. Never pay back evil with more evil. Do things in such a way that everyone can see you are honorable. Do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. Dear friends, never take revenge. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. For the scriptures say, I will take revenge. I will pay them back, says the Lord. Instead, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals of shame on their heads. Don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. Mm. That's a word. It says, don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. Fam, choose to do good today, okay? Choose good. You got a choice. You got the knowledge between good and evil. Choose to do something good today. Let the Lord transform you. Be transformed by the renewing, okay? Hallelujah. Let's go to the, hold on. Hold on. Hold on, fam. Let's go to the KJV version, verse 2. 
and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove that what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Hallelujah. Family, God is so good. He is so good. And just just bask in his goodness today. Let's go into prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I just want to say, Father, that I pray that for each one of my brothers and sisters listening, Lord, each ear that has listened, Lord, I pray that you bless them, Father. I pray that you bless them with your presence, Lord. I pray that you just surround them wherever they are, Father, so they can feel the goodness of you, Lord. Just to just to fill your spirit, Father, to be where you are, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord. I just pray that you give them a double portion of your spirit, Father, just so they can feel your goodness, Lord. Because you are so mighty. I pray that they rest in you, Father. I pray that they just rest in you. They lay their head back in your arms, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father. I pray that you just show them that you have never left them nor forsake them, Lord. I just pray that you just show them how good you are, Lord. I pray that you renew their strength, Father. In the name of Jesus. I pray that they allow you to transform them, Lord. In the name of Jesus. I pray that you show them that you will always leave the 99 to go get that one, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. And I pray that they go and witness and testify about your goodness, Lord. To spread the good news, Father, that you are so worthy. The good news, Father, is you are so worthy of praise, Lord. That you are a man who looks at our heart. Who will clean up our heart and replace it with a new heart. You take out the stony heart, Father. And you put in a in a new softened heart, Lord, who loves you and wants to obey your commands, Father. And I just thank you, Lord. I just thank you, Father, because you are so good. That's all I can say, Father, It's just you are so good. And I just pray that every person gets to experience your goodness, Lord. Every person, because it's what we all desire. We all are looking for you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We are all looking for Jesus. I pray that my brothers and sisters deny themselves, Father. I pray that they take up their cross and they follow you. I pray that they don't want to cling on to their life, but they put their life down for you, Father, in the name of Jesus. That's what I'm praying, Lord. I'm just praying just supernatural breakthroughs in their life, Father. Just bless them all. You know what each one of them needs, Lord. And I pray that you just give it to them, Lord. I pray that first, you know, your will be done, Father. But I know your will is to take care of your children, Father. In the name of Jesus. I know your will is not for any of your little ones to perish. And I just pray that they just trust you, Lord. I pray that they just trust and wait on you, Father. Although it might not come in the way that they want it to look, Father. I pray that they just trust you and they believe that you are who you say you are, Father. I believe that they, they know that you are Yahweh. Hallelujah. I pray that they know that you are the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end, Lord. I, I pray that they know that you are the God who hears. I pray that they know that you are El Shaddai. Hallelujah. I pray that they know that you're Jehovah Jireh. Hallelujah. I pray that they know you Jehovah Nisi. Lord, I'm about to get high. Let me calm down. Because <laughs> you are so mighty, Father. But, Lord, I just thank you for loving us. I thank you for showing us how to love each other. 
I thank you for your grace and I thank you for your mercy, Father. I thank you for giving us each faith to just be able to trust in your words, Father. And that's another thing, Lord. I thank you for your word. I thank you for your instructions on life, Father. I thank you for this Bible, Lord, because it is our life. And I just thank you, Lord. And I honor you and I praise you. And that's in Jesus' mighty name that I pray. Amen. <laughs> Sorry, fear. I was listening. I was a little long-winded with their prayer. <laughs> but I just pray that you get the blessing that you are looking for. Because listen, even the blessing that you're looking for could be to hear God's voice. I pray that He He the next voice you hear will be the voice of the Lord. You know? I just pray that he just gives you your heart desires. As long as it goes up with his will, I pray that you give him, he give you your heart desires. I just, and that's in Jesus name. Like that's, that's all I could do is just, the Lord told me the other day, he said, just come on here. Cause with all the darkness that's going on in the world, I need you to tell my children that I'm good. Go tell them the good news. So that's what we doing. I'm sitting here. I'm telling y'all the good news because our father is good. He is mighty. If y'all need me, hit that email. You know, we have one-on-one calls available now. Go book on withinherbeauty.com. Um, go follow your sister on IG. Uh, is there anything else? IG is at Within Her Beauty Ministries. Um, is there anything else? Oh, um, business inquiries, please do add Within Her Beauty at iCloud. Within Her Beauty at Gmail is strictly for just prayers and just if you need me on a spiritual level. But if you're coming to me with a business, I really am asking and urging you to go to at iCloud.com. If it looks suspect, I'm not answering it. And that's for iCloud. Well, if the Holy Spirit told me not to answer an email, period, I'm not answering it. But family, don't think I'm not being harsh. You'll understand it. You, you a real one. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> but I love y'all. Feel free to hit me up, okay? In the mighty name of Jesus. And just remember, y'all. I say it all the time, but really take it in. But most importantly. Jesus loves you. You know, experience his love today. Tell God, say, God, I want to experience your love today. Just just let me have a double portion of your love, Lord. Show me how much you love me today. Embrace yourself. <laughs> Embrace yourself. Okay? All right? Right, okay. And also, be humble. The Lord is saying be humble. Because we can't tell God what to do. So, you might say, God, bless me with your love today. And he might do it tomorrow. Because he, who you like, oh, you don't tell me what to do. I tell you what to do. <laughs> so, be humble. But he'll show you. He'll show you how much he loves you. God never fails, okay? He never fails. He never, ever fails, okay? God never fails. True love wins, okay? Perfect love casts out all fear. Remember that. Okay. And he truly loves you. Walk in power. Walk in authority. Because God truly loves you. Okay. I would not be here if God didn't love you. Because guess what? He loved me. Cause, and I know he loved you. So the fact I'm sitting here and I know God loved me, I know he loved you. Okay. Like I said yesterday. By the leading of the Holy Spirit, 
doesn't why else would you be here if God didn't love you? Even the wicked, he just wants them to stop being wicked. It's because God loves you. Hallelujah. So family, I think that's about it. <laughs> so let's say it together. I love you. But most importantly, Jesus loves y'all. Bye.